The Big Buck Show is brought to you by Appreciate, investing beyond boundaries. Stick around until the end of the video to find out how Appreciate turns your small bucks into big bucks. Appreciate is the investment platform that helps you meet all your investment needs. We offer both active and passive investing products and all asset types from bank deposits to stocks. And it's all available in a simple, safe and easy to use app. Download the app in the Play Store and visit our website, appreciatewell.com for more info. When was the last time you met a school friend you haven't seen in a while? You may have, you know, spoken to each other two or three years ago. It's been a while. School friend, right? So you've gone through school, college, you're working, and you meet them. And you suddenly realize they've done really well. I hope they've done really well. And maybe you've done really well as well. In fact, I hope you've done really well. But there's always this comparison and this digital age where you can actually follow them. You don't even have to meet them, but you follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and you realize, oh my God, this person's you know, having a great time. Looks like they're on vacation. That looks amazing. And social media creates, I think, in our social lives, this fear of missing out. Why are they on vacation? Why aren't we? That looks like a cool car. Where's my cool car? And I think it's pervasive. Again, why am I talking about FOMO? I'm talking about FOMO because what started in the social sphere is really percolating into the financial sphere. And increasingly, people are having FOMO about, oh my God, have you seen a crypto? What's happening to that meme stock? And increasingly, the conversations you used to have with yourself about the other person's vacations or, you know, your relative's car is now being translated into someone's crypto investment, the meme stock you didn't buy. And essentially, you're being bombarded to the extent that if you are investing, you're losing your sanity. And if you aren't, you're like, dude, this is too complicated. And that's not a rational reaction, I think. So we're going to talk about FOMO in this age of digital investing and what to do about it and how to not have FOMO, actually. Hey, folks, I'm Shabho, and you're listening to the Big Bucks Podcast. It's the podcast where we tell you how you can start your investment journey. And really, you find out everything you need to know about how you can make your small bucks into Big Bucks. So what induces FOMO from an investment perspective? I'm going to give you a couple. Crypto. Boss, Bitcoin, dekha kya? 50,000 ho gaya. Invest kya kya? That's the conversation I hear. That creates FOMO. Not just Bitcoin, but any crypto. Meme stocks. Reddit me kya dekha? Have you seen the latest Reddit stream about GameStop? And there'll be another meme stock or the other. And that'll create FOMO. Boss, have you invested in the US yet? You haven't. That'll create FOMO. What will also create FOMO is essentially other new asset classes. Hey, do you have an options trade? I just made a butterfly trade yesterday. And you're like, dude, I don't even have a share. What are you talking about butterflies and moths? So all of this just goes over your head. And like I said, makes you super nervous saying, am I doing the right thing? Am I missing something? What if my money could go from 5,000 rupees to 5 lakhs tomorrow and I'm actually not doing what I'm supposed to do? And in all of that, 
you do nothing and your money goes from 5000 rupees to 4800 rupees right inflation so what do you do it's a good question not an easy answer the answer isn't oh let's just choose to invest in all of these assets because some of these are bubbles the oldest fomo event that i know of happened in amsterdam with tulips what happened was people thought that tulips would become exceedingly rare and there was a bad tulip harvest and essentially the price of tulips shot up sound familiar the price of bitcoin shot up and people kept on piling into tulips and at some point people realized that actually we can grow tulips it's not that hard and lots of tulips were grown and it all crashed the tulip bubble is one of the first ever financial bubbles i have read about i'm sure there were others before that i'm not saying crypto is a bubble i'm not saying meme stocks are a bubble they could be if you honestly ask me i think crypto is here to stay it's an asset class that has several of the characteristics of gold and if you integrate it with blockchain it has several of the characteristics of a really strong transactional utility currency and we'll cover crypto blockchain in detail in a different episode but i'm bringing it up because most people don't understand this and what they do is let me do what someone else is doing and when you're following the let me do because someone else is doing it but i'll do it 2 months after they've done it and they've done it 2 months after someone else has done it and those people have done it 3 months after the smart people have done it it leads to a bad outcome so the right way to cut through all the clutter is the following set up your portfolio structure the right way what do i mean by that shubho you're talking nonsense man if what you were saying earlier went over my head what do you mean by portfolio structure i don't understand it got it so let me break it down you need to create a structure that allows you to take some risk and allows you to indulge in some you know fomo while protecting the bulk of your portfolio you do that through a core and satellite portfolio structure what does that mean think of your core portfolio as the earth big stable and generally around you're going to make sure that your core portfolio is invested for the long term doesn't get affected by the fomo you feel and you invested in it in a way that's stable and gives you long term growth think of your core portfolio as etfs property high value blue chip shares right things that you understand things that over the long term deliver real value this should typically be about 80% of your portfolio 70 or 80% so let's say you have 10000 rupees 7 to 8000 rupees should be in this core portfolio again a diversified core portfolio following all the rules of diversification we have talked about before but typically stable held typically for medium to long term what do you do with the balance 2 to 3000 that's your satellite portfolio you can take some risk with this you can take some educated risk with this not any risk and don't follow other people because you have fomo but you can explore your fomo and make some informed decisions if you want you can say you know what i only have 10000 rupees i'm not a millionaire or a billionaire so in that 
outside of my core portfolio of seven to eight, I can put a thousand rupees into Bitcoin. Let's see what happens. I can put 500 rupees into this meme stock. I think it looks cool. And what you're trying to do is not go after every meme, every new development, but do some research, but at least put some bets where you think there is maximum return to be gained. Now, we'll talk more about how to make those bets. The bad way to make those bets is say, boss, my friend Akhil spoke to his friend, John spoke to his friend Ramu, who is investing. I will do that as well. That's not a rational investing decision, right? That's Chinese whispers. If you remember the game, what you hear is never what is said. But there are ways you can really figure out how to get the wheat from the chaff and say, of all the FOMO-inducing news, here are two things that I think are interesting and I'll make a bet, right? But you can do that through your satellite portfolio. So I know some of you, based on you know what you've heard so far, are confused. Your head's exploding. You've heard FOMO, you've heard crypto, you've heard core, you've heard satellite, you're thinking, boss, are you going to talk about the earth and the moon? So let me break it down into examples and language you follow. Do you remember Srikanth, the cricketer, right? Srikanth would be paired with Ganguly, typically. Srikanth is your satellite portfolio. He takes risks. Sometimes he gets amazing returns. Sometimes he gets out at four. Remember his shot, which was, you know, hitting it over the slips, hooking it when he shouldn't be hooking it. That's your satellite portfolio. Ganguly, elegant, generally consistent. Let's not get into cricket. I know some people will disagree. But, you know, compared to Srikanth, your co-portfolio. If you don't like Ganguly and Srikanth, which some of you may not, let's talk about another cricketing pair. Sehwag and Dravid. No one will argue with me that Dravid is a co-portfolio. Steady, keeps on hitting, reliable, there for the long term. Sehwag, on the other hand, will step out, hit it for a six, do a reverse sweep, hit it for a six, next ball, get out. That's your satellite portfolio. Some, you'll get amazing returns. Others will tank. But you take the risk. The reason you have Sehwag in your team, because sometimes your satellite portfolio is exactly what you need and gives you fantastic returns. But you can't only have Sehwags. Imagine all Sehwags. Not a good idea. You need your Dravids. So the people who are confused... Think cricket. Core portfolio concepts apply to every opening partnership, every bowling partnership. That's what I want you to do in your real life. So we've talked about core and satellite. I've given you some examples to make it a little less complicated to understand. But let's step back and understand a more fundamental concept. It's very hard to time the market correctly at all times. It's not hard to time the market. You might be successful once, twice, thrice, but if you constantly try and time the market, and I know the adage is buy low, sell high, but if that was that easy, you'd be here giving me advice or you'd be a billionaire already. Therefore, for the average investor who's not spending 110% of the time thinking of investing, which is you, which is also me, by the way, you need to make sure that you have a strategy that does not hinge on timing. 
What gives you FOMO is timing. Oh my God, I'm going to miss this chance. Kya ho jayega? Arre, mene nahi kiya. Don't get into the practice of trying to time. There'll be cyclicality. There'll be ebbs and flows. You've got to figure out a way that you say, I have a long run investing horizon. If you fundamentally believe in cryptocurrency, invest in a basket of cryptocurrencies and hold. If you had believed in cryptocurrencies five years ago and invested across, you'd be very happy now. But if you tried to time cryptocurrency, I don't think you would have any clue like most other people. So cyclicality is a reality. The fact that markets go up and down over cycles is a reality. And the fact that you're better off saying I'm investing, I'm not always trying to time the market. If you have some opportunities, that's fine. And therefore, FOMO doesn't matter. It's the equivalent of meditation in your personal life, right? If you can meditate and be Zen, you're like, look, they're going on vacation. I'll go on vacation later. The fact that I haven't gone on vacation this month doesn't mean I'm a loser. Similarly, the fact that you haven't invested in crypto this month does not mean you're a loser. Choose your asset classes. Don't try and always time the market. And over the long run, FOMO will not be what affects you. It will be what affects other people. And when you look at all of this other news, or you look at a video of a really cute puppy, you will not think, I wish I had that dog. Instead, you will think, I am fine. I have my investment strategy. I have my core and satellite portfolio. And I am happy. This is The Big Buck Show, where we tell you how to be happy about taking your small bucks and making them big bucks. And this is Shubho signing off.